You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome, everyone, to the 9to5 Entertainment System. We have a very exciting episode where we talk about all the things we promised we would, like... Being early for work. We talk about indie... (laughs) (laughs) What? Indie film, It Follows. We talk about True Detective Season 2, Mr. Robot, and Sid Blair, Professional Magic Player. We talk about Trump 2016, and even better, Kanye 2020. Uh, We talk about the live murder of newscaster Allison Parker and Mark Ward. We talk about... Faith in the image. How can our eyes be real if Jaden Smith isn't? Oh. And then we get into Canadian politics. You do. All this and more on the Montreal's own 9 to 5 entertainment system. Pretty impressed with this, just overall, because we were like, "Hey, let's start at six. It's six oh four. We did it, you guys. We're we still did. four minutes late, right?" <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but like, okay, but most like call centers that I've worked with have a five minute buffer, and as long mm-hmm. as you like log in before like oh five, you don't. So by register the incredibly late. strict standards of call centers, we're, exactly. we're acceptable. Where you can get fired for tardiness. Right. <laughs> I work. I work in the public sector, so I'm super early. <laughs> Are you, do you, I like, okay, so yeah, I was. If you don't like it, you can talk to my union. I was running, I ran into, this is just on, very quickly on the topic of tardiness, uh-huh. I ran into our friend Angus, uh-huh. uh, he started a new job, technical writing for someone somewhere downtown, okay. and he said that like as incentive to show up early, like everybody starts at 9, yeah. but they have like a pretty good free breakfast available between 8 and 8.45, and oh. I was like, that's really smart. Isn't it? I would fucking go get to work early. <laughs> An hour early for, for like a breakfast? pretty good breakfast. Yeah, like, and he said it's like like totally like bagels and like cream cheese and like stuff just out and available that's not gross and dry and like crappy. Mm, yeah. 20 bucks a day gets you a bunch of bagels and a couple tubs of cream cheese and sure. or whatever. coffee machine there. Then yeah, you're exactly. Good to go. That's it. And you're mm-hmm. just sort of like, okay, I'll just, I'll skip breakfast early, which will like cut in on my getting ready time. Right. I'll get to work early, which will like cut down on my stress time and then I'll get a little free breakfast. I, like, I, someone... I love being at work early. Yeah. I, I hate getting there early but i love being there early. john of course works from home i do <laughs> so he's like well, i love being at work early he like wakes up and he's like ah feels good to be in the office right and early <laughs> just well, like <laughs> when i was working in an office these days like i'm in bed until like three 30 seconds before i have to be on and then i'm but, but still you're still at which work makes early. Work way awkward in yeah. a way in a way you're at work early because you're in bed which is also an extension of your work. Yeah, but there is someone true. at that job that at 8.45 has to take all the bagels and cream cheese away and say, no. Aww. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. Yeah, the guy who shows up at 8.46. <laughs> I'm here 15 minutes early for shift, but a minute late for breakfast. Are there no blank pages in that biz? I got it. I okay. got it, buddy. Just checking in I on you. I got it, buddy. I was like, I'll grab another one. Okay, so we uh, left our listeners last week with a tantalizing preview of what we were going to talk about did we we did yeah there were two things that we were going to talk yes, about yes we did the election we're the election and the horror film it follows oh yeah it follows <laughs> those Let's talk about it follows. We were, you don't want to talk about the election well i do but i feel like we're a geek podcast yeah we'll let's, do let's it sneak up first. on <laughs> well they're like <laughs> bam to, to be fair as it follows is like last year's news well, you know, yeah, like but it I, it, so it's, big last it's year. certainly, it's hit, like, I think, like, a second stride. I don't know if it maybe just came out into video or just maybe got some other sort of release. Because, like, the internet, when I was watching it, the internet seemed like... Back into tizzy about it. Back into, like, there was, like, a, a buzz anew mm-hmm. about the film it follows. Did you get around to watching it, Scott? No. Okay, but you don't even watch horror movies, man, so you don't even care. Not really, man. They freak me out <laughs> more, more and more now as I'm getting older. They freak me out. This one would freak you out probably... Not so much because there's not, like, children's stuff, because children's stuff gets you all weird now, right? Really, really does. <laughs> Law and Order SVU is traumatic. Uh-huh. <laughs> I cannot watch that show John is shaking his head, judging Scott for feeling, you know, like... Emotions. <laughs> for feeling emotions, like, that are, like, ingrained in him by, like, evolutionary imperative to protect his young. He's like, stupid Scott and his no, own kid. I, I, but I, 
Okay, whatever. I've, I can't I, control it. It's not like I wanted this to happen. Sure it's you just, can. John, do you get real sad when you see like a computer explode on TV? No. And you're like, oh, computer. It's just the computer. <laughs> the new one is much better. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so it follows. Yeah. We, we, we touched on it ever so briefly, I think, last week. So, Scott, this is the... The idea of the film is that it takes the moment of a horror movie where they like see the killer kind of coming up to them and then just like slows that moment down and then plays with it for like two hours. So the killer is like absolutely unstoppable, presumably immortal, yep. can't, doesn't go through walls or anything, is like can physically slow it down and just walks at you. And if it gets its hands on you, you're, dead. you're 100% dead. Sounds like a really terrible video game. <laughs> <laughs> kind well, of, yeah. It almost like the last, the last chapter of Resident Evil Two. Well, <laughs> running away. Yeah, but that's Nemesis. Nemesis, Nemesis doesn't <laughs> walls don't slow down Nemesis, man. <laughs> like Nemesis goes right through those walls. Like this, and and it's just sort of like so. But it, and it can change appearance, so it all it, it looks like stuff to try and freak you out as it's walking at you. Yeah, it can either like blend into the surrounding, looking like super normal, person. normal, or it can like look like. Your worst nightmare. You're, yeah, but, or like, but always like a person. You're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing, although like pretty fucked up people. Like there's yeah. like the one person who's like bleeding all out her crotch and whatever yeah. else like that. Like it's always a person. It can be monstrous looking as much as a person could be. Yeah, it never becomes like a Dracula wearing a jetpack. Right. That does it happens. run at you or does nope, it like it just walks? walks. Yeah. Doesn't even jog. Just oh. walks. So you can just keep up a steady skipping pace. Yeah, but you'll get tired eventually. Eventually you'll like yeah. have to take a nap. So you like need to like put distance between you and it yeah. to like sleep. And then and because stuff. it changes form and it can like walk at you through a crowd in the middle of the day, like you're always looking over your shoulder because this thing is always going to be coming at you and it'll blend into a group of people and just keep keep walking. Yeah, there, there's like there's so many shots that are just like yeah. super brilliant in the movie where it's like there'll be like the shot of like a like a school campus or whatever. And it's like, even though it never even gets, like, the one that might be it in that shot, like, there's just, like, one person who's, like, on a beeline, kind of walking straight th- across the campus, where, like, everybody's kind of on a path going whatever, and there's just, like, one person that's just, like, Your moving. attention is, like, riveted And you're on like, that. oh, shit, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that's following that. There's, there's two shots in the film where the camera does a full 360-degree pan, like, going in a circle as, like, the, the protagonists are kind of running around, getting nervous and, like, looking around them, and it does, like, a slow... 360 pan all the way around. I've never seen a film do that. Yeah. Full 360. No, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Beautifully shot. Yeah. Like, the, 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 the direction of it was, like, super good. Like, even just some of the, like, the framing of, like, like the long shot of the car under the under the streetlight and whatever. Like, yep. the stuff you usually don't see in a horror film. You usually don't see, like, artistic direction pop up into a horror film in terms of, like, composing a shot from scene so to scene. Why does no one get on a plane to Hawaii? Because then eventually, like, what, you'd buy yourself, like, a month or whatever. It would just, like, walk under the ocean and get you. Also, these people are all poor. These people are all poor, and they're all kids, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're all, all like, teenagers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're stuck in Detroit. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, but, like, spoiling the whole thing, <clears throat> I guess? Cause, not really. No. I don't think we can. We don't, we don't have to spoil, I don't think, everything. Maybe just how, how it gets conveyed. Because I think that's really c- crucial to the Okay, film. so minor spoilers to it follows, yeah. I guess. John? So the way, the way that you get the monster after you is you have sex with somebody who has the monster after them. And then it stops being after them and starts being after you until it kills you. And then it goes back to being after them. So, like, you pass it on by fucking people. So you need to, like... You can like, and then it kills its way back up the chain. That's to you. right, back yeah, exactly. to whoever started this thing, and the, and, the, and it's never explained in the film. You just never know. Yeah, what you is never the know origin. who started it. You just yeah. know where one of the guys got it. Right, and he's like, obviously, it's in my fucking interest to help you, kinda, because if it kills you, it comes at me. Yeah, like you know, kind of like even but though th- that's like a play. Like all of this stuff is playing on like the classic '80s horror, yeah, monster slow walk killer. You know, like what don't, if you don't sleep with someone? Sex? If you sleep with someone, it goes after them. Yeah. So, like, person A sleeps with person B, the monster okay, comes well, after let, person let's, B. Let's hang on, person hang on. A, person B, and say, I have sex with John. Right. right. Now it's and after it's, me. Now it's after John. <clears throat> what happens if before you die, yeah. Keith has sex with me? That's fine. Yeah. We're just having sex. Yeah. That's just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless in the middle of coitus, John dies because of the thing. Right, and presumably, and then I come. And I'm proper fucked. And then, exactly, now <laughs> it's after right. you. Yeah. And, yeah. That was one thing that like, there, there's a part where one like the character who it's after and like the friends kind of like try to like team up. And so you can't just be like, "Shit, this thing is after me. I'm gonna sleep with that team cheerleader team." Right. Because you're only buying yourself the first one. 
Exactly. And and like I want yeah, you're only buying yourself the first one. And then But unless you like like say share it at like the cheerleader gangbang by the football team or whatever, and then a bunch of dudes have sex with the cheerleader because now you're buffering the dudes, then the girl, then you. I don't know. I don't know if, like, buffers are counted. It's no, no, no. Really look, well. I have sex with cheerleader. Yeah. And then the rest of the football team has sex with her. Right. So it keeps... But it, it could still only be one, one or two steps Oh, no, away. so it only goes one away, right? Yeah. So it wouldn't go all the way away. Anyway, it's maybe some sort of an orgy would be a pretty good place to get rid of it. Sure. But but remember, like one of the characters has sex with a prostitute, hoping that it's going to buy him a lot of time, and it totally doesn't. Like the monster just kills them. Because yeah. if you're not expecting this thing to come after you, like you get a couple hours, and then the thing kills whoever. Yeah, is, like you'll, it's so after. you'll get walked up to in a crowd by like, and then you're just dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although that, that's one thing that okay, to, if we want to poke some holes into yeah. the world of it, it follows, follows. <laughs> I feel that like there'd be a pretty big like news story. When someone, like, we see in the film, we see how the It Follows monster kills, and it's like, with, like, electricity and fucking lightning shooting well, all over. Well, that was one time, but then at the start of the movie, the first kill is just the, the girl with her leg, like, bent a million miles backwards. No, but no, 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 no. It cuts to the morning, and she's dead. Yeah. Presumably, it was lightning. There was lightning or yeah, whatever. Exactly, yeah, exactly. That's it. I mean, like, she was mangled yeah. when it got there, right? Like, she wasn't just, like, lying peacefully in the sand. No, no, she no. Was, like, she was, like... Her leg was yeah, bent exactly. in half. It's yeah. like she sees it coming, she starts screaming, and then it cuts to the morning. So yeah. you, never, you only ever see the kill the one time. That's true. And it's a pretty grisly, like, supernatural affair. And I was like, presumably someone who doesn't know, just like, on the subway, just all of a sudden, like, an old lady just hugs them and, like, fucking lightning and their bones start breaking all over the place. I'd be like, I'm going to fucking film this <laughs> on my cell phone and yeah. send it to the news. <laughs> like, this is crazy. But that never really happens. Although, the director said that it doesn't really... They were like they tried to make the world, like kind of the eighties, kind of the eighties. Yeah. But there's like there are like occasionally cell phones. There's that girl with the super inconvenient e-reader, yeah. which Sarah like desperately wants. The one that's in like a it's like, like a, a flip. it's like a, it's like literally a clamshell like shaped like a shell that like opens up with part of the screen on one and part of the screen on the other. Yeah. And that thing is like if you Google that, if you Google it follows clamshell e-reader. <laughs> it is like sought after. Really and. Uh, it may just be a prop. Like, nobody seems to have, like... Someone thinks that it might have been, like, a reef... They used to have, like, flip-out ones. Remember when e-readers were, like... When they weren't just Kindle and Kobo? Yeah. When they had, like, rando yeah, e-readers yeah, yeah. at Future Shop right, right. and stuff? They were, like, someone thinks remember it might... Remember Future Shop? Remember Future Shop? Right. People think that it might be, like, a repurposed flip-open one that they Crazy. had, like, a shell on it or whatever. But they're, like, nobody seems to have... It doesn't seem to be for sale. Because they're, like, it's super inconvenient and dumb to have an yeah, e-reader yeah. on two screens. It's like. The most useless thing in the world. But it looks super cute. Uh, but all of the TVs are like old tube televisions. Mm-hmm. that, mo- And they're always watching only old movies. Super old-timey 50s Yeah, exactly. Stuff, Every, even though all the young characters are watching old movies in the 50s and 60s. And he's like, the director was like, I really wanted it to not seem like reality. Like, t- to kind of like... Also, the, the like, being set in the, like, the poor part of Detroit... Which just, just above, like, just above eight mile, like the, yeah, the poor, the poor suburb of Detroit. All of these like empty buildings, all of these streets that are all the same, sub, like dystopian suburbia feel to it, almost like an episode of um, the Twilight Zone. Yeah, you know, like if, it totally could have come out of that. Like tons, like when they when they head into Detroit to go like look at one of the uh, look at where one guy was like supposedly living. It's just like the entire street's just like abandoned. Yeah. And you're like, but that's Dude. like that happens in Detroit. That's not yeah. just like, yeah. like that's not just horror movie like logic. That's Detroit. <laughs> that parts of Detroit are like yeah. that. horror reality. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that Detroit's going to be a big city to film movies in? Because it's got to be super cheap to f- get permits there. Yeah, yeah but, but but insurance will be through all the your shit roof. will get stolen. Yeah. Right. By who? By the people that steal things from the poor areas. <laughs> Like that's what they, they talked the about. The guy stripping copper out of fucking abandoned buildings. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But like, the guy, one of the guys who like lives in like the ghetto, or whatever else like that, is just sort of like has absolutely like tons and tons of like basically his house is like a mini fortress because yeah. he's like that's what it takes to live here because he's like if you live here you either make your house a fortress or you get the fuck out because if your house is in a fortress. You'll just get fucking Isn't, isn't there like a, like a monologue at one point where one of the characters is like, I didn't know that it was like that growing up. I always thought that like kids just had to ask their mom before they could cross the street. And you're like, you never go. It's another city. It's another world. Like, and it's just it's yeah, towards yeah. the end of the film. It's just like it's, it's, at a, it's in the middle of nowhere. It well, it's not really. It's because remember they, they go to the municipal pool yeah, that I yeah. suppose like, like when they were kids, it wasn't so bad. Right. But now it's but like now abandoned. because it's like 10 years later, it's so bad. 
that yeah. they're, they were like, yeah, you. It was it was like bad when they went there and they needed like permission to kind of. Okay, okay, but but the monologue is like out of place in the film. It it felt like they were trying to say something about the state of the urban universe. Decay. Yeah, yeah urban exactly. Decay they're like and... paid for in part by the city of Detroit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right at the end. What about Detroit? <laughs> Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it follows. I would say, I would. Probably put it into the one of the, the more like, I was trying to compare it to the last horror film that I really enjoyed, which was kind of Babadook. Yep, and I, uh, I think it's right up there. It's, it, it's definitely. I think it might even have surpassed Babadook in terms of like recent modern things, just because yep. the the ending of Babadook pissed me off so yep. so much because I don't like getting slapped in the face with like the metaphor of the movie. Right, and and this this movie got some trouble for the ambiguity of the ending. Right, I thought it was the per- literally perfect. Yeah. There's no better way to end that film. Scott, you haven't seen the film. How do you think this movie ends? With your knowledge of '80s horror film, like I don't think with that in mind, I think yeah. you should have at least some kind of an answer. Uh, it turns out to be the first guy's mother. No, that's wrong. That's a that's a good that's a good guess though. It's, it's but it does not. Who's, yeah. who's like killing? The first guy, he got AIDS from some girl, and now uh, the mom is going around killing everyone. Killing everybody that's, that he's like, in the chain. That's not terrible. That's pretty good. Yeah, it sounds like you have a backup, though? What, uh, what is the, like, the one... It was tro- all a dream. Mm. <laughs> you're, not, you're, not thinking, you're not thinking generic. Shoot, it was enough. an alien spider. What's the you're end think- of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? You're thinking too specific. Yeah. Like, just think generic ending to an 80s horror film. Like, not necessarily the plot point, but, like, what happens at the end of every movie. They kill the killer, and, and then... Uh, the credits start to roll, and then there's a jump scene where he comes back to life. Right, pretty much. Like, yeah, the killer never the hand comes out. You of the never, ground, suc- right, right, you right, never successfully the kill yeah. the monster ever right. in a horror film. So this is, I guess, like spoilers. It's not even a spoiler. In the very yeah. vaguest of sense, yeah. two of the characters that are still around at the end are like walking down the street, and then the camera just like tilts up slightly, and there's like someone way in the distance walking at them. But they're on like a sidewalk, so yeah. that could just it be could like it could just be a guy walking on the sidewalk. It could just be you. you, don't know, or it could be the it follows monster, you know. So and apparently a lot of people were like, "Man, like, you, you don't should have know. said whatever happened." And I was like, Fuck "No, you. I was like, yeah. you, I was like, because like one way or the other, either." So it could be not like your favorite horror movies. <laughs> yeah, but but like the, the thing is too is I was like to me it like works on like every level either it's like nothing and they succeeded and mm-hmm. like the viewers like oh fuck or it totally is the it follows monster or it is nothing and just guess what having gone through that experience anybody walking straight at you is gonna fucking They're make gonna you be shit your for pants for life, life. Yeah. you're like what the fuck get away from me <laughs> you know like someone walking like, towards you just try to think of the number of movies that happens in horror movies like Friday the 13th ends all the Friday the 13th all the all fucking the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, all the Final Destination ends that way yeah, yeah Halloween fi- ends that way Final Destination always ends that way uh, like I said even Halloween. the first one like you're not expecting it they're like we, we did everything we did everything right Blam. we figured out beat uh, the yeah. sign falls yeah exactly Halloween films, Mike Myers often comes back. Ninja, Ninja Turtles, fucking Treaders like hand we pops have, up. Exactly. We haven't mentioned the the music, which was what was the name of the group? Disaster Piece. Disaster Piece, and it was all like super synth eighties. You know, it's like, a guy who's previously done a lot of uh, video game soundtracks, including yeah. Bit Trip Runner. It was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, the, the music it's like jarring in a way, like a little out of place. I don't know if you remember the, the movie um, about cannibals. Movie about cannibals. Yeah, about uh, like people who get uh, like uh, lost in the wilderness and then they have to eat each other and then they get stronger. Uh, yeah, Ravenous. I that movie. Ravenous. Ravenous. Right. Uh, it has like Guy Pierce and the guy from Begbie. Uh, Begbie. Yeah. It had <laughs> super super jarring, twangy synth music that yeah. was like it felt out of place, but at the same time was like perfect for it. Anyway, this this whole like uh, Twilight Zone, bizarre dystopian suburbia synth music. It was so good. You know, movie so had bad. great music. The film Three Hundred. <laughs> what? Remember, we're just talking about like movie music that's kind of out of place, but then meshes. Three Hundred mm-hmm. did that. Like, there's no reason that there should be wailing guitars, and that it feels <laughs> it feels just when you're watching it, you're like, yeah, I'm into this. Dun dun dun, and you're like, yeah, do it, Sparta. Like, the soundtrack is like, if you listen to the soundtrack without knowing, like, if you didn't know anything about Three Hundred, you would never be like, oh no, this is like, I guess like a historical soft fantasy mm-hmm. like story there's no reason that wailing guitar should be like ever present in the movie but there is uh what are you thinking about no, no country for old men that's the weirdest freaking really i don't soundtrack. know a couple guys from, at all a couple guys from radiohead did the soundtrack and it's hmm. all like screeching that's a brilliant film though hmm. 
except for the music, which drove me nuts. Really, really. Yep. I, the mu- music didn't particularly stand out to me. I don't even I really just wanted a banjo of the music. I just really wanted a banjo. Wow, guys, play a banjo. That would have been great. Yeah, but that would have been too obvious. Yeah. Yep. It, then it would have been a country for old men if they played a banjo. Mm-hmm. It would have clearly been a country for old men. I'm and sorry. Banjo music. I got the name of the music wrong. It was the name of the movie wrong. Not no country for old men. There will be blood. Oh, I saw yeah, the same there, there it had twangy music that was like a like little really screechy. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like wailing, droning, a lot of droning, yeah. like kind of. And it was who is a couple guys from Radiohead who did it. Really? Couple guys from Radiohead. Mm-hmm. The good guys from Radiohead. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I like Radiohead, and I did not like that soundtrack. <laughs> I wonder if there ever been like, I know I've never seen. Has anyone seen Hannah? Yep. Yeah. Film Hannah. Yeah. I, I really never liked got, it. I never got around to it, but I was like, I intend on seeing it. I guess supposedly, but like, yeah, it was alright. The, the music, Chemical Brothers. The music by the Chemical Brothers. I've listened to the soundtrack of Hannah and was like, the soundtrack seems pretty good. Like, <laughs> it was kind of fun. It was like a Jason Bourne style with Sourie's Ronan when she's like twelve with a chick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like the professional, like a grown up version of the professional. Eh, no. Think much more Bourne. Much more born. Yeah. So it's cool. I liked it a lot. I I, I dug that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So are we going to talk about video games? We're going to talk about other movies? I haven't seen a lot of other movies. We've been catching up on True Detective. Don and I were talking about yeah. True mm-hmm. Detective a little bit. And I was saying that I'm almost done season two. And for everybody who has faltered on it or like strayed stick from it, it, stick with it. And episode five is a not necessarily a sharp turn. But, like, episode five, there's a bit of a time jump between episode four and episode five mm-hmm. where things start to come together. Like, the way I was, like, thinking about it is if you think of the eight hours experience of True Detective, yep. and if you think of it as a movie in a standard two hours, it wouldn't be so crazy to have, like, the first hour of a film be, like, slow exposition, ending in a crazy gunfight, and then the second hour of the movie being like, now you're in the fucking movie! That's not... That's when stuff starts to come together. That's not crazy unusual in a two-hour film. Yeah. It is a little bit weird when that same break of time is spread out over eight hours, and it takes you four hours to get to the crazy gunfight and then the, like, the crazy part of the thing. Like, four... It's long. It's long, and it's slow, and it's fucking tedious, but everything that's happening starts to fucking come back. Like, there's a, a minor character who dies... In episode three, who is not seen from, well, not heard or spoken about until episode six, and you, I, we're like Sarah and I were like, who the fuck is everybody talking about? That who the guy. hell is even this fucking person? Like, why, why does he matter? Why are we now talking to his wife and like whatever else? And you're like, I was like, I literally did not remember because in my head I was like, oh whatever, there was like a shootout and one of the fucking guys got killed, like the end. Same thing, too, with, like, they start to do... Like, it's, it's, like, a much more convoluted plot than the first one. Yeah. Like, there's much more going on, much more, like, throwaway events that get recalled, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even characters. Yeah. Right? And you're just sort of, like, Halloway and Dixon worked together in 1992. I was like, that's amazing. Who the fuck is Halloway and Dixon? Yeah. I haven't memorized the last name of every supporting character of the fucking show. <laughs> yeah. Like... And like the, like fucking Colin Farrell and Rachel McAdams are seem to be really into this discovery, so like I guess it's important. But who the fuck is it? like we're like literally like we Google like Halloway. We're like oh this guy right from episode one. <laughs> like it's and like and I was telling John I was like it's so it's so frustrating as a viewer because I was like I can't really be mad at the show that they decided to go for like a gritty, like, realistic approach to detective work where you're like... That's, you that's have, what the show is supposed to be You have all about. these fucking pieces pointing you in every single direction and you're, like, missing, like, the linchpin to connect them and you're, like, they're doing these interviews with these people who are witnesses and some people who are, like, telling, like, various offices or pushing them in some ways and the other and you're, like, wow, this is really fucking hard to follow and dull and I was, like, like being a policeman. <laughs> like, you know, like, this is what a complicated case is probably like. Like, there's a lot of fucking moving parts. There's a lot of people who are actively working to cover everything up. And there's a lot of shit that goes back, like, 20 years on a giant corruption scheme. Like, I can see the detective work in this being pretty kind of, like, boring and long. And the beginning of the show is boring and long. And then they, like, they unclog, like, a piece of it. And it doesn't, like, all fall together. But it's, like, stuff starts happening. And it's just, it's so hard to get there. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and so many, so many people have told me like, oh, I stopped watching it. I didn't make really? it past episode three. I didn't make it past episode four. Like I watched one and then had other stuff to watch. 
Huh. I started watching Mr. Robot, which is so good. What's Mr. Robot? What's Christian Slater, which mm-hmm. if you recall, is super cool. <laughs> From the film Heathers and Pump Up the Volume. I do, I and do. the last two seasons of Archer. Yep. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a show about a hacker uh-huh. who is probably on the autistic spectrum. Okay. He has problems making eye contact with people. He doesn't like physical contact. Uh, he works a job as a systems analyst for a security firm. Um, his name is John. Is it on Netflix? No. No. It's Showtime. Not, no. Yeah, it's a Showtime show. Stars. Stars. It's a stars show. Mm-hmm. Where sometimes good shows go. But it's been, oh, it must be on Showtime Canada. I've seen Maybe commercials. Maybe it's on TV in Canada. Yeah, exactly. On TV, it might be on Showtime the Canada. The Stars Network in the States is, is putting it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, he does stuff like his uh, his best friend from childhood. Um He's dating this guy who's a real jackass. And he knows he's a real jackass because when he met him, he hacked into his social media profiles, read all his emails, and found out that he's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but her last two boyfriends were bigger jackasses, and I at least know that uh, how to handle this guy and how to right. deal with him. He does stuff like that. Just like, he doesn't know how to deal with people and doesn't know how to talk to them, but he will look into your entire life that you've put online. Played by Christian Slater? No, no Christian Slater plays... Cool guy from Pump Up the Volume. And Heather's. No, he, <laughs> um, another and Sally another hacker, but who's like trying to who kind of works with like an anonymous type analogy. Okay, who's trying to recruit this guy to work with them to take down the evil corporation, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very compelling television. Really, that yeah. sounds really fucking dumb. Yeah, with the, with the with Christian Slater stars in hacker drama Mr. Robot. I was like, yeah. re fucking stupid, yeah. and like <laughs> click. And then I was like, I never even watched it. But then, yeah. like some of the follow, like a lot of people are saying, is like very, very, very really. Good. What out is of, compelling? Out of nowhere this? and and just fascinating. Apparently, it's like well, like well written, well character defined. Like apparently, the hacking isn't complete bonkers. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like the film well, hackers. He does. Are you man enough to handle 640k of RAM? What's amazing about that is at one point the main character he's uh, he does a lot of drugs and they try to detox him Mm -hmm. when they're going to do some FBI shit or whatever, some fucking nefarious anonymous shit. Yeah, and he just he just fucking crashes out. So they put him they put him up in a hotel and they just sit there and they wait for him to like come back, come back. Yeah, and he wakes up and the the two like. Fucking Cheetos hackers guys mm-hmm. are sitting there watching hackers <laughs> on, on the little shitty hotel <laughs> TV, and it's it's the scene where the the hackers are attacking the the servers. Right. Yeah. They're just like flying around. They're just right, like, right. like so you know, on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And anyway. So you don't see Johnny Lee Miller. You don't see fucking serial killer. You don't see any of them crash over. Do you see the plague? You, you see the plague, and he's just there. And I'm like, the hell they're watching hackers. Riss is like, what? <laughs> How? Like, there was a split second of a guy who's like, what? Yeah, and they cut back to it. I watched that like, movie like a hundred times. I've seen that movie so, so many times. Good. Yeah. Holds up. The most accurate portrayal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really it's really hard to, to sell you on just the premise, but the acting is spectacular and the hmm. plot is reasonable. Like, he's not fucking hacking the, the servers. Like, he's, you know, using a a script running program based on a couple bits of information. Okay. Like he finds out when a guy's birthday is, he, like he talks to him for a minute. So he knows you know, there, like his favorite there... football team. So he plugs in a bits of information into his program that does like bulk assaults on the passwords. Okay. And then breaks into the email. He gets the password resets for all his other social media. And like, he's right. got access to his yeah. life. Like it's not, is, what's Do not you want to hack monster? NBC? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> guys, I'm in. <laughs> is there an overarching plot? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. like a through line um, in the whole first season. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a basically like a Westinghouse General Electric type corporation mm-hmm. that owns everything that these anonymous hackers are really trying to to take down and and destroy. They're trying to to fight club their uh, information network. Okay. Speaking of Cheetos hackers, mm-hmm. have you heard that the the ban has been lifted on Sid Blair? Professional Magic player. I did hear that the ban was lifted on Sid Blair, <laughs> Professional Magic player. <laughs> it was, this it was is the guy who took all the news. bum pictures. His pictures. Okay, so the if you, bum pictures are fucking hilarious. If you are unfamiliar with the work of Sid Blair, yeah, he went to a Magic Grand Prix tournament 18 months ago, April 2014, 
and took these pictures of people's ass cracks hanging out at the Magic Tournament. And, like, he himself, like, looking, like, like thoughtful and, like, maybe even, like, a little pensive. I, well, like, just, like... like Posed like sometimes even like serenely, just yeah. like or like, with his hands in prayer. With his hands in prayer. And this just, is a guy who looks like Kevin Steen. Yeah, right? oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's way big bigger dude. than Kevin Steen. Yeah, like yeah. he's yeah. a guy who would absolutely have his ass crack hanging, hanging out, out yeah. in his thing. And now the picture that he announced his ban of his lifting is him like like squatting like on a table like fit, fist to fist in like a <laughs> dynamic pose, and he's like the ban has been lifted. I return to competitive magic playing. Has lost no weight. Is yeah. like still a giant <laughs> fat guy. And so one of the reasons why he was um, banned was apparently like twofold. One that. He didn't have um, people's permission to, to necessarily post be, pictures of their to ass taking crack. these photos and whatever else like that. But at the same time, as he says it, like rightfully so, he's like, "It's a public place where we also all sign fucking waivers to compete. That your your picture may be taken. Yeah. If you take big long shots of the fucking convention and post them online, a okay, you're showing pictures of the cons. Like everybody there has agreed to have their picture taken right. because it's a public con." And they're saying your picture might be taken by like... You get what these pictures are, right? It's like yeah, people no, no, sitting no, at a chair and then the and shot then from behind them... Their butt's coming out. Yeah. So I'm like, one way or the other. And then also that they were negatively portraying magic players as like gross people and whatever. And he not, was like... that. No, totally but he, unfounded. But he was like, yeah, because people fucking show up to tournaments where we're competing for money with their asses hanging out and like fucking sweat stains on their shirt and like fucking like food on their fucking shirts and like yeah. holes in their shirts and whatever else like that. He's like, this isn't necessarily like a fat shaming issue. It's a question of fucking have some dignity. You're making magic look like the worst. And I was like, not ah. incorrect. Exactly. And I was like, yeah. like, and, and like apparently like one of the old, like a, a former pro guy or uh, a pro guy who was in retirement and then came out of retirement and stuff like that was like, I think he's going about it the wrong way, but he's like, he does kind of have a point. He's like, I've taken to now like dressing up for yep. a tournament. Cause it's a, fucking tournament like we can win money with this like the show have some dignity show some respect for the like the field of competition of magic the gathering or whatever so i was like i kind of in in montreal uh having done some street photography i did look up the rules on this if you're out in public Mm -hmm. you're allowed to have your your picture taken Mm -hmm. right what you cannot do is um use the subjects of your photography to portray the subjects in a negative way that is untrue. So if I take a picture of a punk sitting on a sidewalk and then sell it to a newspaper who's doing a story about rampant drug use in this city, right. that punk can sue. Right. Because he is now being portrayed as, as a drug addict when he is, in fact, just a person so dressed differently sitting How like do you feel, at least... And like I said, apparently this is even more quote-unquote okay because like if you've ever gone to a con or whatever they have like the signs posted up and then the fine print of your ticket and all that stuff you're gonna get your picture you're fucking your photo is taken and it's fucking there's nothing you can do but just if this was it's a different stuff maybe for a con than a magic tournament apparently not apparently it's like because like these are the rows and rows and rows of tables of dudes right right, but photographers might be licensed at that stuff right like possibly but i think you're like you might have have to have a special permit to bring a camera to a tournament to publish well, he was a competitor in the tournament. It's, he's it's, like a, he's a pretty well ranked player. Like yeah. he's just taking photos. It's, of the it's very tough to to claim that like you are not allowed to take pictures in a public space. But it's not at, a public at, space. It's, it's a private space. space. Everyone, you can't just walk into the tournament and take pictures. Yeah, you okay. need to be an entrant or whatever. He was an entrant. Yeah, he was competing in the tournament. Right, but like, but uh, I just have a question. So. You can't just walk into a sex club with a camera and say, "Hey, this no, is a no, public no, no, place." No, no, I have a snap, 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 and look at all the fucking sex freaks. You can't. All he did until the thing went viral. Was literally with like no other context. Be like, I went to this and this Grand Prix, and then it's just photo after photo of ass crack over them. over the shoulder selfies with ass cracks in the yeah. background. Someone yeah. else was taking them. I think somebody else was taking them because <laughs> he's kneeling with his hands in prayer and tears in his eyes. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, how does that like from your understanding of the law? How does that impartial? Is that like untrue that the person? I think it's totally legal, just in super bad taste. Yeah, it's yeah. like I said, it's shitty. I, I agree, it's shitty. It is. It's it's like creep shots. I think it really, yeah. yeah. I think it depends on, yeah, on what the rules are. At the like convention. think the Reddit subreddit where it was all just like pictures of up girls' skirts mm-hmm. in public spaces without their taken without their knowledge. Yeah. Technically, they're in public and like yeah. sucks, but there and it is. It. And then uh, I also thought that it was like super weird that a lot of people were like fat shaming. He's like, I'm a huge fat ass. Yeah. He's like, he's like he's like this isn't fat shaming. He's like this is like 
general. You know, I, here here we go. If after taking the photo, he tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Pull your pants up," I think I'd be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think your, then pull your goddamn pants up. Excuse me. Um, you're in public. Your, your ass is actually hanging out. Can you? Mm. I'll be okay. But I don't know. I think it's like an interesting like discussion too. Like especially in 2015, where I was like. Man, and like people are like magic people have like taken enough abuse that now like their own are turning on them, and like <laughs> and I was just like I was like yeah, but like pull your it, pants up, pull your pants up. <laughs> like speaking as someone who routinely has his ass hanging out, like right. when someone yells at me to pull my pants up, I'm like fair. Yep. <laughs> anyway, his ban is lifted. His so ban is, is he lifted. Do it again? I have no idea. Man, the, the testicular fortitude it would take to do a whole other rack of photos, exactly this fucking same, <laughs> precisely the same, being yeah. like eighteen months. Yeah. No, no lessons learned. <laughs> no lessons learned. <laughs> There's hey. got to be someone by the convention there who's just gonna like run in behind him with like a curtain, <laughs> ass cracks hanging out. It's ruin every shot. Yeah. Now, I, I actually, uh, I guess because there's just way too many fucking people who compete at these tournaments. Like, a Grand Prix tournament, I think, is still, you need to, like, qualify at one of the little yeah, shopsy yeah, tournaments or whatever. Like, so mm-hmm. even just to be at a Grand Prix tournament is pretty hard, but there's still so many of them mm-hmm. that it was, like, impossible to see how well he was. Apparently, he's made... Did you have a Magic competitor card? Me? No. Yeah. I was never did that you? serious. No, God, no. I fucking have yeah. played, like, three hands. I did. Of, I've had played, like, three hands of Magic in my life. Seriously? <laughs> like, I did. Yeah. Yeah. At Quantum. Huh. Crazy. Yeah, I signed up for a couple of tournaments, and yeah. there were, like, official Magic qualifier tournaments. Huh. I got my ass handed to me by a trash-talking eight-year-old. Yep. Yeah. I decided that was the end of my professional Magic career. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, that's, like, I, I really wanted to know how good he was. Like, apparently he's made some day two, which I understand is relatively... Day two? Day two of a Grand Prix is like a pretty big deal. I think. Oh, I mean, like he made it past the first round of like the, the first like the first round is like a thousand people, and like day two is like fifty or something. Right. Like it's like the, a giant cutoff okay. that occurs from like the big giant halls of like everybody playing tables to then like the serious players. people actually paying attention to what you're doing okay. as opposed to just like patrolmen. I feel like there were some news items we didn't talk about that we really wanted to. The like, election? Uh, no, the murder. The um... fucking Kanye West. Kanye West, twenty twenty. Which, oh, yeah, he's running for president. Yeah, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, but now that Donald Trump has run for president, I feel like all those crazy people who are like, I'm going to run for president might. Because, like, Trump can yeah, do Yeah, but it. under what banner is fucking Kanye going to run for president? Independent. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Ross Perot. He's oh, going to run man. under Rockefeller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jay-Z's going to be so his running so happy. Mate. The thought of Kim Kardashian being the first lady ah. just makes me so happy. Can you imagine but, the pet, like, just the... Oh, just everything about it makes me excited. <laughs> this, like, oh my god. Donald Trump running for president is such a crazy thing. And the thing, he's, like, doing well in the Republican circles, right? Well, yeah, he's, exactly. Yeah. He, I, I, I still don't think he's come out as, like, the number one nominee. But, like, okay. he's competitively polling. Right. Right? So he's not just, like, a joke. Like, he's polling better than some people who are, like... Lifetime Republican like politicians who've yeah. been like moving up through the ranks, whatever. He's polling better than some of them, like because name recognition and uh, fuck the rest of the world. Yeah, that, that sells with a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Fuck everybody. Let's bring back America to being badass. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's Trump pretty... fans of Hacksaw Jim Duggan. They're like behind Donald USA. Trump. Like... USA. Then but what about foreign trade policy? USA. Exactly. You yeah. know what we need between us and Mexico? A bigger fence. Actual Donald Trump. Fucking. Cl- We're wasting too much money investigating this climate change bullshit. Actual Donald Trump. Like, really? Yeah, dude. He's so nuts. He's the best. <laughs> like, and it, it just. But fucking The Simpsons, where they were just sort of like. Where they referred to when Lisa became president mm-hmm. and she had just. She got office after former President Donald Trump. And I was like, and that was like in the 90s when they made that joke. And I was like, oh, God. They're like, this is coming true. Donald Trump, who's been legitimately involved in WWE storylines. <laughs> Plural. Plural. Yeah, exactly. More than once. Although when Donald Trump was in the WWE, when he made his entrance at WrestleMania, it rained money. Rained actual U.S. currency over a crowd of like fifty thousand people. Like, Seriously, like from denominations one to hundred. Like some people got a hundred dollar bill that like floated in from the rafters. That's retarded. He made it. I think he made it rain. I, Bobby Lashley. Like yeah, it was it was, yeah, it was it was Lash, Lashley Umanga. 
uh, and I think apparently it was like fifty to sixty thousand dollars that they dropped, like onto the crowd. Unreal. To make it, I was like, that's kind of cool. Not necessarily like presidential, <laughs> but I was like, well, maybe mm, it's going to make it easier for Bernie Sanders to to win. God, like, that would make me happy. But also. <laughs> And I was like, but because of publicity stunts like that, maybe America thinks he's going to make it rain money on America. <laughs> you know he did like it at WrestleMania. He can do it to all of us. Donald Trump. You know, I like Bernie Sanders. Uh, the, There's the, many reasons. The, the Black Lives Matter protesters that interrupted him in Seattle. Yeah. He was like, ah, got off the stage, left. The next day, released a long statement about his views on that point. I was just like, oh. He got thrown into the the fire there, and yeah. then he thought about it and Wrote replied to them. Yeah. Instead of just like reeling back. But you want to talk about refusing to talk about? Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. As the I have such a good segue into Canadian politics, but then we're going to brush over a I murder. Know, I know, I know. I don't even know. Uh, let's do the murder. Okay. So Hit it, this was this was pretty pretty interesting. There was a uh, news report that was live that was going on, and a guy walked up and shot the lady mm-hmm. in the middle of her news report and right. shot the cameraman i think yeah. also cameraman and reporter and it cut straight to the um back to the newsroom and then they caught the guy and he killed himself really quickly yep. after and it turned out he was deranged and there was some racial thing yep uh although he, he was he had he was like out of his mind with it right he was yeah he was he was like saying he was being discriminated against in a workplace that was like 90 percent black yeah and um uh, he was videotaping himself on an iPhone. On an iPhone, yep. And that footage got leaked, yep. almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there to say about this? It's fucking insane. And like, I was. What made me think of it immediately is I was listening to a podcast with uh, Max Landis. Mm-hmm. Max Landis, who wrote Chronicle and wrote the more recently. Do we know the name of the victim? I thought my. I don't recall. Wrote the, he also wrote uh, American Wild Ultra. Wild Up Wrestling. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. Uh, son of, uh, what's his name, Ben Landis? Anyway, another famous Hollywood writer. Anyway, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he's like, he's like, we are so close to the Twitter supervillain. Like, he's like, he's like, it's going to happen, and it's going to be the most fucked up thing. Okay. Someone is going to be like a serial killer releasing videos and tweets about his killing and being able to hide it well enough and this person is going to get hundreds of thousands if not millions of followers. The thing I don't think you can get you can't get away with that. There is no anonymity on the internet. But ISIS like if you're doing it in the right part of the world and you're like maybe not necessarily Twitter because yeah. they might shut down the Twitter account. But do you know what I mean like something like that? If the ISIS fucking, like, beheading videos... Allison, Parker, and Adam Ward were the names of the victims. If ISIS can release beheading videos and stuff like that, I really agree with you that I don't think it can happen in In North America. America. Yeah, not a chance. But I'm like, but they can get... Maybe not an actual feed, but you can put a hashtag out. Yeah, that... I would just float there. That gets Mm -hmm. around or whatever. And he's like, he's like, I don't know, and they said, it might not be Twitter, it might not be something, but he's like, a social media supervillain is going to happen and he's like it's going to be the most fucked up thing ever and you're just going to be like did you see the latest video and you're going to be like yes i did and it was a real video of someone and he's like because he's like kind of get there with the isis stuff they're like, definitely doing it like they don't get coverage because a lot of things have stopped reporting on their videos yeah but they kept putting them out there are some that are like like hog tying people and then hanging them from their their arms and legs and setting them on fire. Like, yeah. it is fucked up how many videos those guys have. Yeah. So and but immediately and and this guy like tried like if he had gotten away from cops. Yeah. I feel that he his, wanted to keep going. Right? He wanted to yeah. keep going. He had other targets in mind. He had a Twitter account set up just for this under this weird pseudonym where he was like talking about it, had tweets about it, and all that stuff. Like that's what this guy was like going for. Up for. Like yeah. that's what he was like going for. And I was like, that is the most like why the. Fucking just video, like, I don't even know. I think anybody, like, videotaping themselves killing someone is, like, out there anyway. But then to, mm-hmm. like, have a plan to, like, to you yourself spread that video is, like, even crazier. Like, I'm, like, videotaping yourself. Okay, like, like on, imagine on the realms were... of crazy, there's killing someone is, like, the beginning one. Videotaping yourself killing someone is, like, crazy. But then there's, like, those are for private viewings. And you're, like, okay, you're crazy already. So maybe you just want to relive your craziness. And then there's like, no, 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 I want to show everyone this. And I'm like, you're fucking not a human Isn't anymore. is a lot of that for attention? Like, it's totally logical and uh, viewed in that regard. Mickey and, Mickey and Mallory. Mickey like and if, Mallory. If, uh, natural born killers happen, right. happen now. 
Yeah. So then just relying on, on the news, then. And they'd put it up Unedited themselves. Unedited footage. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Ugh. Ugh. Super creepy. But that's the first thing I thought of was just that, like, that. That's like, going to happen. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, shit. I don't know. People don't realize just how quick they can get tracked by putting something online. Like, it is very, very fast. If you could, if With enough resources, you could do it so quickly know. to get untracked. Now that you can upload fucking mobile on a prepaid phone, you could just have burner after burner making your uploads for, like, 10, 15 minutes, phone is gone. 10, 15 minutes, phone is gone. Like, if you had enough money to stack up on SIM cards and fucking just throw your phones, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like... I'm not saying they would never get the guy and he right. would like escape into the night, you know, like, yeah. but like you could probably but Twitter would shut down the account. Yeah. Know? Like, but like Twitter could shut down the account. But then if it's like I said, if you, if it was well organized enough and you could have hashtags out that are linked, then you're having to shut down other accounts or whatever. And you could still, they'd have to like shut down. Do you remember re- what's his Magnata? Yeah. Yeah. How easy it was to find that video. Yeah. Same thing would happen. Right. Yeah, if you just like ran with it for and longer. Get mirrored everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They would just go, and I was like, ah. It made me feel like. He good. wouldn't have to put it up and keep it up himself. Like, he'd just Send throw it up there fast enough for five minutes for. Yeah. People. I don't really know what else there is to say about that thing. It's fucking horrible. And, mm-hmm. and did you read that there, there's this whole group of people who are saying that the murders were faked? And the boyfriend of Allison Parker put this huge thing up saying like my life is ruined why do you got why are you guys emailing me telling me i'm a shill for the government faking this thing like there are crazy people out there you, okay you know the, that same group of people who are saying that all these things are faked um do you remember his face the um the guy with the crazy dyed red hair who went in and shot people at the batman yeah um what's his name yeah, yeah, yeah. so he just got uh they just released a whole bunch of like pictures from his his apartment which he had rigged with a bunch of bombs to kill policemen who were coming to check out his his house wall mm-hmm. um while he was doing the killings and all kinds of people said that his murders were faked as well right yeah. that adam adam lanza was his name that that he he was like incapable of doing all these murders and then all of these pictures are like it's so clear that it was actually him and that it was yeah. real like it's just i feel I woke, like now that's like a whole commentary into of itself like on like how we consume things and like just like it's like distrust in like government or whatever that you're like a terrible tragedy can happen and you're like man the government rigged it like to push some agenda and i was like like the fact that you can even get to that thought i think is like a obviously it's like a a commentary on like the extreme paranoia of the person saying it yeah but there's also like the government and law enforcement and whatever is like their track record has made that paranoia at least seem like even remotely remotely plausible you know like even if it's like even though, no, you're coming off like a big jackass thinking that this was a big fake thing, the fact that you can think that speaks volumes to the fact that, like, there's, like, no trust in government, no trust in law enforcement, no trust in, like, whatever. Because media. You think, yeah. No media. trust in the media. Like, get all West, your news Western here on the 9 to 5 GE, entertainment system. Disney yeah. and News Corp, right? Like that's... What's interesting is that there, there was a time where that would be unthinkable purely from a technological standpoint, right? Like if you saw something on TV that was being live recorded because they did not have the technology to pre-record it and then to edit the footage and whatever. We have like a, like a lack of faith in the image that is just natural because we live in an era where the image can be fake. Mm-hmm. And that's only going to get worse, right? Like imagine... A hundred years from now, you'll see things literally with your own eyes that are being faked via holograms and via other who knows whatever yeah. other technologies. Hacking your glasses. Yeah, like you'll just not even know. Like, is this real life? Is this all? Is like a ho- you'll be hologram? fucking David at the dentist forever. <laughs> is it going to be like this forever? Yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, David. but that's it. Exactly. You'll be like, whoa, am I in a holodeck or did someone just get shot in front of me? Right. Like, can I jump off of this building? Will I be safe if I do? Is it a real building? Am I really here? (laughs) That's the fun world. How can our eyes see the truth if mirrors aren't real? It's true, man. Yeah. Fucking Jaden Smith's predicting this shit. Yeah. He's (laughs) controlling it. Jaden Smith. Yeah. My girlfriend says she liked Iron Man, so I wore an Iron Man suit for a few days. (laughs) There's just photos of him hanging out with his crew in LA in an Iron Man suit. I was like, fuck, you're the best life troll. Jaden Smith. Co- so co-running with Kanye West in 2020. <laughs> oh man, or against him so they could debate. Oh my God, a Jaden Smith Kanye West fucking presidential debate, you guys. We live, uh, we live in the brightest timeline just, <laughs> with Bernie Sanders, right? Because this is, this is real debate, and it's really happening. Like Kanye West is so rich and so successful that 
making money isn't enough for him anymore. He wants to be on the money. <laughs> he wants to actually have Kanye bucks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Kanye dollars are just like American dollars, only they're worth a little more. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you could buy it with American dollars, it'd be a dollar. You could buy it with Kanye dollars, it'd be 95 cents. What? <laughs> just fucks the economy like so <laughs> weirdly. <laughs> Your Kanye dollars go further in America. Why? What is happening? No, to Canadian politics. Like, why is Drake not running for prime minister? Like this, he started at the bottom. Now he's here, running for prime minister. <laughs> it's because in Canadian politics, you can't be just become prime minister on a vote. You need to have a fucking entire party elected into majority, and you need to be in charge of one of those you parties. Can run for prime minister as an independent? No. No. I wonder. No? You can run for. You can be an MP. You need to. If your independent party right. controls a majority of the house, and your independent party is, <laughs> elects you the leader, of elects that party. you the leader, okay. then yes. So I mean, like that's. I mean, I guess that's kind of what happened with the NDP. They haven't been around forever. They were once upon a time. They're not like a they've founding been around for a long time. Yeah, but they're not like a founding father party. Like no, they, no. like yeah, they just... you know the that Medicare thing. That's an NDP. I thing. know that dude, but guess what? Yeah. That was the forties. That wasn't like three hundred years ago when the country got founded. A hundred and seventy. Hundred and no, we're coming up on two hundred, aren't we? Com- Confederation is not that one seventy five. We're coming up on one seventy five. Yeah. But yeah, Tommy Douglas was like the fucking like forties dude. Like yeah. it wasn't. I know he was an NDP, but I'm just saying that I don't think they were a founding party. They always intended on having multiple multiple parties. None of the parties were founding parties. There was a yeah. The the Conservative Party is basically the Reform Party, which was the early nineties. The yeah, there was another party that was actually the, the original Conservative the, Party. Yeah, they, they, they got, they that got was obliterated. Mulroney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that but that's what I'm saying. So there's no there's no there's, there's, this is the time for Drake. <laughs> he he starts a, now, gives us twenty years. He's got a I'm party. The party party. Our platform is partying. Yeah, yeah, they got to get um, what's his name in hmm? the god of partying, Andrew WK. Andrew WK. Andrew WK makes their campaign theme song. With LMFAO. Yeah, exactly. With LMFAO, <laughs> LMFAO reunites to throw their support for Canadian politician Drake. Drake. Anyway, god, do you yeah. think he could break out the wheelchair for that sympathy vote? Yeah, exactly. You go back to being the guy from Degrassi. <laughs> I fucking started from the bottom. Now we're here. It makes me. I was like, started from the bottom. Now we're here, and I was like. The bottom is publicly available Canadian broadcasting. (laughs) 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 That is the bottom. So, so John, Mm -hmm. you 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 seem to be like very uh, informed. I'm not not, like super informed here, but I you seem to be at least informed about the NDP. I did participate in a way that was new. That we had a fundraiser at my house. More like a fundraiser. It was kind of fun. Aww. Um, where we we had NDP um, and hopeful uh, Jim Hughes, I like to call him James him Hughes, Jimmy Huggies, uh, over to talk about his uh, platform and the NDP platform. To like, right. I guess there was like fifteen people who showed up, and the mm-hmm. idea was that like people would donate whatever was possible and get to meet him and whatever, see what the and NDP is about. Photo op, and then you put it in your office when you run the city. Yeah, there was you're not one. allowed to take photos. Uh, the dress code was really lax. Mm. Everybody was naked. No, I was going to say everyone had their butt, butt crack, crack out. Sid yeah. <laughs> Blair was like yeah. just posing. Um, so like, I guess I, I heard a whole bunch about the platform, but it was, it was, um, there was nothing really surprising that happened there. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like interesting to see an MP or a ho- MP hopeful on like a human kind of mm-hmm. thing and just kind of chat with him. Cause he was just hanging around for a couple hours. He used to run a food bank, right? He thinking. ran, um, uh, the big Montreal one. Yeah. Oh man. Bon Dieu? Uh, no. dans la rue. Dans la rue. is religious. That's why I'd be a little bit... Yeah, Bones here down that route. That's Pops. Yeah, it's Pops. Yeah, Emmett Johns. He's dead though. Yes, recently. Uh, the yeah. old brewery. The old. He ran mission. that, um, yeah. and and apparently like reformed it, and now it's a model for other similar agencies across Canada. Like he he was very very serious about that for many many years. Like he he made it a model that was yeah. not just like spewing money or whatever. Like I guess like made it run properly yep like a, and a, a he, feasible model for a food bank what's interesting is they um they recently merged the ndg uh rioting with the moest rioting and the westmount rioting okay so now our area is actually he's running against what's his name um the astronaut the liberal guy who's been around for many many years mark garneau mark garneau hmm um, he used to be Westmount. He he's Westmount now, and he he is the the like, and he like inherited, I guess, the Mo West 
uh, NDG writing. Yeah, NDG NDG. Did that mean they're no longer in Code and Age, or did they split it differently? I'm not really sure exactly. Because used to just be NDG Code and Age was its own thing, and that was it. Anyway, for so for like a long time, Code no, and Age is part of the Mount Royal writing. <laughs> okay. You didn't need to vote essentially in Westmount because it was like always going to go liberal. It had been for like years and years. And yeah, years. yeah, yeah. But now, um, if if you like look at how the votes went, the NDP was like fifteen hundred votes away from taking it. If you if you like look at the votes from the last election by the redistributed lines, mm-hmm. and so he was saying like we only need seven hundred and fifty people to switch to NDP from liberal yeah. to make it uh, to make it an NDP riding. So like there's a very good chance that he's actually going to take it. It's also pretty like makes it way more competitive too, right? Because it's yeah. like because it. NDG used to be liberal, and then at least last federal went NDP. Yeah. And yeah. so it's kind of like you were like, okay, I don't necessarily have the straight up win in NDG. Like, I might because of the Westmount, but it's like there's going to be like a vote split. There's a talk of Mount Royal going conservative. Really? Even though it's been 75 years liberal. Because they're so straight. rich. <laughs> because Robert Libman is running, who's mm-hmm. a conservative candidate who you might recognize his name from being part of the one of the anglo uh, politicians throughout the 80s and 90s he was a lawyer who was always uh, was it the english rights activists hmm. people was, okay um and the conservative party is the only one that has come out to be 100 percent pro-israel really so we support israel no matter what wow and they're saying one third of the voting population that's the only Just thing they care it. about well, not only but it's just very, very, very one th- big. They say one third of the population in that riding. That's the only issue that they were going to vote on. Wow! Did you hear about? And so the NDP candidate has a has a chance to win it if he can mobilize the voters because he is Filipino, right? And that includes all the the South Cotonou, uh, the North Cotonou area. Hmm. So if he can get the Indian vote and the Filipino vote there which traditionally have a really, really low voter turnout yeah. that he can challenge. But so the liberals are like coming in third. Representation is, a, is an issue that I think is super important that um, the NDP are the only ones who've said that they're 100% behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually, he actually described the plan that they have that is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So right now, ridings are on average 100,000 people in each riding. Mm-hmm. And the, what he says they're going to do um, is split it up so that it's every 200,000 people gets one, like a local MP. And then when you go to vote, you would vote for not just the, like a party to win, but you also vote for your local MP. So you'd get two votes, and then half of the MPs would be for local, and then the other half would be part of like a like a pool that would not be assigned to a riding that would just like fill out the the to balance out the numbers for the amount of votes that a party got. So okay. You, so in that sense, like you would vote one, like and you could vote conservative if your local MP. You know, you thought cons- the conservative MP could properly support your writing better, but then you would vote for the party to take the prime minister um, position, and you'd like that vote for the party would come out of the the more global pool. But then, what happens, Mister Hughes, <laughs> when you're like everybody on the entire planet votes NDP for being in charge of the country, but then everybody votes conservative for their local MP? Do the NDP not have – are they not in they charge? They would not have local MPs, and they would only have global MPs. But everybody – would go to the House of Commons. Yeah, but then how, how does that – what does that do to seats? Well, 50% of the seats are, are assigned to, to regional MPs, and the other 50% of the seats are assigned so that's to what I'm saying. So then you, but, House of Commons. Yeah. So then you can still end up with a uh, conservative government, right? Because it's like say you have – Because fit- a majority of the population would have voted for right. the conservative party. But even though they all voted that they wanted NDP in as prime ministership, because they voted locally, well, if it went exactly fifty-fifty, they'd probably have to call another election. Yeah, but then, no, 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 I'm saying, but it wouldn't go fifty-fifty, right? Because I'm saying, like, say, like forty percent voted NDP for to be the prime minister, ten percent voted conservative. Everybody voted, quote okay. unquote. Everybody voted. I'm just saying, you could end up in situations where even though people more people voted, you know what I'm saying? More people voted for a party to be in charge, but then locally okay. if could you go sway to leadnow.ca, there was this big um they like the the government in 2006 or 2004 or something funded this very very expensive study on uh German the German method, which is what this whole this whole like scheme is based on. Mm-hmm. And they came out with the plan like here's the, the, what they're doing in Germany, we recommend that we use this plan and then it, it like it just disappeared because they obviously didn't didn't go and try and fulfill it because yeah. it was the the conservatives took over at that point. But um you had it, me at Germany. Yeah, I know. Cuz <laughs> no, nothing uh, German can I, be evil. I, I'm just saying German style board games are better than American style <laughs> board games. It's so true. German style politics better than American style politics. I know Greece agrees with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
Um, anywho, <laughs> too if, political. If, if the like, if the NDP like did nothing with their mandate other than institute the, like representational voting, we would we would have like I I would consider that okay. But like, then okay, but now my other thing, and again, mm-hmm. I don't know if you if you brought this up at all. Yeah. Like I was like I'm super into the idea of representational voting, and like it just it makes like a thousand times more sense because. You end up because we had ten percent of the vote went to the Greens and they got one fucking yeah, seat. Yeah, exactly. Like, had... It's a it's a majority issue for Canadian voters and they got no fucking representation. Yeah. And you have it. you it's had a, ma- a majority conservative government where they only got thirty percent of the vote. Right. You have like situations all screwed up where because we live in a city. Like, Shibugamu voters there's votes the are the most like, like seven there, there's, times a, there's a website whatever where you can look at the most weighted votes or whatever like there's like some rural areas yeah. where it's like their vote is worth like eight people in Montreal's vote and you're like. Like, Fuck that's you. half the fucking people I know. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, you and, like, a bunch of your friends are worth one guy because he lives up at the farm. You're like, that's bonkers. Like, that's batshit. There's a tons of problems with it. But then, like, so they're like, if they can bring it about, and, like, that's super cool. I'm like, what's to stop the conservatives to being like, nope, and then, like, switching it back. And I was like, I don't know. Is there, a way, is there anything that stops them from just flipping it back next time? Like, they'll have it for that one election. Yeah. Then if the conservatives get in charge next time, can they just flip it back? Because I seem to, like, if we keep fucking with our voting system... Like, yeah, uh, you'd have to ratify it, I guess. And then... Like, so, it's not just something where they're going to put a vote in the House of Commons and then say, boom, it's done. Like, no, it's a They would have to, to the change constitution. the Constitution. Yeah, it's a change to the Constitution. And he says that, like... It, it will have to go to a vote in the House of Commons, mm-hmm. and so it'll have to pass there. And so if they get a majority government, then they're going to do it. But if they don't get a majority government, they're going to have to work out a system with whoever the other parties are to try and pass it. Yeah. So it's like um, it's definitely not like a sure thing. And obviously, if they don't get a majority government, it's not going to yeah. go. But it is absolutely doable because it's constitutional. They don't have to go to the provinces to make this change. Yeah. Which is like which is makes it a lot easier than than otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, like, obviously, like I said, I'm not. I'm not all, all of this to say, I'm like incredibly for it. It's just like yeah. it just seems like like it's very, very big task to like reverse it. Is. It is. Like, it's, it's it's extremely like um, ambitious. Yeah. Right. And then the same thing dealing with the Senate. Like they they say they want to get rid of the Senate, which yeah, would well, be that, very ambitious. Yeah. That but that also like I tend to agree with. You're like the Senate. The like non-elected fucking non-elected appointed by the prime minister for life. like for life. Yeah. Well, yeah, appointed for life. Appointed for life. No, because the prime minister can remove people because it's it's they're selected by the prime minister. So when there's a change in prime minister, he can change his senate. No, he can sell seats. I feel like he, he can can't change just his put senate. anyone he wants in there. Senators are appointed for life. That's so crazy. Yes. And what they just they said senators just stop. No, like I'm tired of it. Exactly, and then they take their gigantic pensions and go home, yeah. or yeah. they die, exactly. and then their seats open. It's, it's like a present for career politicians, it's and sometimes hockey players and news yeah. people. Mike Duffy, <laughs> what's her name too? Uh, there's the girl Pamela Pamela Wallen. There's another one. There's another. Mm-hmm. There's another Canadian newscaster mm. who's just in the Senate because I'm like, because you know, put the news people in the Senate. Oh, excuse me. A super second thought is like the point of the Senate, but I'm like, but it's just buddies of the Prime Minister. Like, anyway, the um, it, it was really good to meet this guy and like actually hear he spoke like incredibly intelligently about a number of issues. Like people grilled him about Syria, about hmm. um, about the military, about all kinds of different issues, and he he just like spoke reasonably when he didn't have an answer. He was like, I'll look into that. I'll get back to you. Hmm. My dad tried to get him to go on slash r slash Canada. Mm-hmm. He had never heard of uh, Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him not to go on our Montreal. They'll downvote the hell out of him. Yeah, exactly. He fucking downvote the shit out of you. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's the hour, gentlemen. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That was pretty quick. Anyway, vote NDP. I was going to say, I guess, I don't know, fucking research your votes and figure out. Yeah, you could do that too. What you should do. Other than <laughs> being like, John's like, someone came to my house for dinner. I'm voting for her. I'm a registered <laughs> member of the NDP. I've been for about 10 years. Yeah, ever since, what's her name? That lady got mad at you or didn't get didn't answer you. Marlene Jennings? Marlene Jennings. Yeah. Scott's rival with Marlene Jennings. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to register with the NDP. Uh, I, I'll, I'll briefly plug. I was like, if you want to hear hilarious political stories, 
go to the uh, Chris Lloyd episode of Go Plug Yourself because he was the independent. Well, he was the artist who ran as a conservative against Justin Trudeau <laughs> in Papineau, got outed for being an artist, and is now running as independent. Amazing. So political laws, you go out there. Bye, friends. <laughs>